Well, good morning. Good morning, everyone. This is Pen of Talk with host Diana Prince. It's not even two o'clock in the morning. I have a topic on my mind. I feel like I'm going. It's dark. I've got my fans on as usual. So you have to excuse all the excess noise in the background. I, um, I feel like I'm going to do this podcast and like stop in the middle of it or I'm going to not post it at all. Um, I feel frustrated. I really don't know how to cover this topic and it's like I've covered it before and it's like I just can't change my perspective on this no matter how much time passes, no matter how many points of views I look at it. I think I've dissected it. Um, from an intellectual standpoint and there's just really no other way of looking at it and of course I have my own feelings towards it which is what motivated me to want to cover this on my podcast this morning early morning it's like the middle of the night but thank you to everybody who has supported my podcast I really don't have that many listeners because I don't um, promote my podcast. Like I said, and I've said this many times, my initial reason for getting back into it and trying to do it on a regular basis and making the time like at ungodly hours in the morning before I start my day is, was to simply motivate myself and get myself in a business frame of mind to start my morning. But of course, I would love to enlighten people I would love to cover topics that I know a lot of people can relate to. And therefore, you know, it it would be interesting to hear someone else's perspective or to hear somebody actually cover it on like a talk show or a radio or a podcast, a radio show or a podcast. So that's the other reason I do it, because I know a lot of people can relate. So, you know, I just went on Facebook, kind of looked around, went on Instagram, kind of looked around. I feel like my perspective on publication has changed. Magazine publication, pinup magazine publication has changed for several different reasons. Um, I'm sure most of you know that I started becoming a clothing model pretty much on a full-time basis for one company. And I've been expanding that as well, um, being a social media influencer for them, as well as other companies along the way. And I've also been in school for the past two years. The end of this month will be two years officially. And with me going full force on my fashion career, all of my training and education and experience and just making some some changes in what I've been doing, ending my pinup academy, producing some things that I'm hoping will bring me some money um, for over a year now and for the majority of this year. So a lot of things have changed and along with those things, my perspective as far as me wanting to be you know, in every pinup magazine there is, so to speak. I'm not saying that that was initially where my sights were set, but I was more involved in submitting. I was more involved in 
more focused on publication and there's a few magazines very few that are pennant magazines that I have never been in ever once and there are a few pennant magazines that I've been in once and I, I, I honestly it served one purpose only most of the things that I do that I produce that I spend my time and my money and I involve my photographers in or if you take out the element of my photographers, but it's still something that I'm producing that's taking my time and my money. I normally, you know, want to kill two birds with one stone or even more. It's like multitasking, you know. When I'm planning my shoot, I'm planning so many things, especially these days, um, of what I can actually do with the images, what we're going to do, what my goal is for the shoot. It's always more than one thing. So to produce images, and I can understand if they're not that, you know, they're not excellent, but to produce images that are good, that are great even, um, and to submit them to a smaller magazine, get accepted, get published, I kind of feel like Again, it just serves the one purpose and I'm not putting it down because why would I be doing it? Nobody's forcing me to submit my pictures. Nobody's forcing me to specifically shoot for publication. So, you know, it's, you know, and my photographers, again, I'm asking them to photograph me for this so we can be published. That was my main focus for so long and really my only focus uh, for so long and then you know it's it's I'm saying no wonder it, there is no wonder that um you know it only served that one purpose so I think to myself you know is it really something that I want to spend my time doing because I really honestly only have so much time available every single day and that's part of, of that's one of the major reasons I ended my pinup academy because, you know, something had to go. And even with me eliminating that slowly as a part of my plan and a goal, now that it's happened, I'm just as busy as I was. And that proves my point, but I wasn't really trying to set out, you know, to prove a point. I, but coincidentally, the point was proven. You know, I have so many other things that I can be doing. And kind of on a, a side note uh, and, and going on a different road here but a parallel road I was reading about someone who's recently become famous overnight quote unquote and I wanted to know who their publicist was I just was very curious to know the story behind this person and I just remember one of the things she she said about quitting her day job I think she was working for like UPS or something um, she just said that if you spent 40 hours a week, you know, you could make what you're making at a regular job. You could make more. I think that that was her point, um, by running your own business or being an independent contractor, you know, being a stylist, something like that. So her story was very interesting. You know, everybody has their story on how they make it to fame and glory, if you will. But, um, I'll talk about that at another because one of the quotes that she said was pretty powerful to me and 
I haven't heard a quote from someone living <laughs> um, that has inspired me that I thought, wow, this is a quote that I'm never going to forget. And for it to be by somebody who is, a, you know, a current person, usually my most favorite quotes have come from people in the past. And I think about those quotes all the time. They inspire me. They motivate me. But um, anyway, so back to what I was saying. I just, let's bring it full circle. I just, you know, see less and less of a point. Um, and just being published and submitting just to be, especially when it's a magazine that I've been in, that's a small magazine that I've been in more than one time, several times. It's like, okay, at this point, I understand it's about showcasing my work and that's exactly what we're getting from this. But how many readers have, haven't seen my work yet when you have very, a very small social media following? What I mean by small is I mean under 10,000 or 10,000. I consider that small because by the time you break it down to how many readers that you have, and it also has to do with how active the page is. Are they sharing people's images, things like that? There's so many variables, but, um, you know, when I think about it, it's like how many, how many actual readers do they have? You know, it goes beyond and it always has, and it never even really included bragging rights for me. Excuse me, because I don't really know what that does for people. When you're a professional, naming things that you've done, listing things you've done, naming people you've worked with, isn't always necessarily like, you know, name dropping and, you know, bragging. It's like, I'm proud of this. I'm proud of my achievement. I'm, I'm proud of succeeding at this. I worked with this person. This person's excellent. They happen to be the best in the field or whatever. Why wouldn't you want, why wouldn't you be proud of that? Why wouldn't you want to talk about that when you are in the entertainment industry, when you are a model and when you are a public figure, of course, you're going to be proud of your achievements. So, you know, maybe telling different people you've worked with someone, whatever, I think that people are going to be more impressed with, with your work, bottom line. Um, and it does say a lot when you've worked with somebody because it's going to a certain person or certain people, because it's going to show in the quality of your work. Now, again, with all of that said, it's like, you know, being in a magazine that doesn't do that much promotion, which is why they don't have a huge social media following and they have even less readers. It's like, how is this really benefiting me? Not necessarily, this is kind of where it gets complicated, but not necessarily how is it benefiting me when I already have sets and it's like they're sitting. Well, it's benefiting me because it's better that 10 people <laughs> you know, see the images, um, and within a publication versus zero. So that's how I've always looked at it. It's, it's a benefit on whatever level, whatever, you know, scale we, we set out, there's going to be benefits to it. Um, and then it's just that benefit and that's it. And it's like, I think to myself, I can reach 10 people, new people, not just 10 people, but I can reach 10 new people you know, they may not be seeing the images in print, but as far as what it's doing, directly doing for my career, you know, I ask myself, is it really worth it? But like I said, for images that I've already taken, 
um, you know, why not have them published? They've been produced. But as far as currently and as far as my future plans on producing images, especially those that are really high quality, I just, I'm going to eliminate um, submitting. I already have, once again. I usually talk about things after I've done it. I don't really say too many things that I'm planning on doing. It's like I'm either working on something, I've been working on it, um, or it's something that's already taken place. But I, I just don't have the motivation and the logic isn't there for me anymore. See, publication plays such a huge part in my, my ultimate, my, one of my biggest or the biggest goal that I have for my career. So no matter what, who, what, when, where, why, and how, it's every single time I'm published under my pinup name, I am actually even the smallest step, maybe an unnoticeable to most people, step closer to my ultimate goal. And it has to be ongoing for so long until I reach this goal. Publication has to be there. Publicity has to be there. And specifically publication, printed publication, is going to help me. And any major projects that I can be a part of, anything that is on a big scale, a bigger scale than I've done ever, those things which I'm praying and I can foresee, I'm, you know, I'm optimistic those things will come along and they will help me at my ultimate goal. Now, when I reach my ultimate goal to actually sub sustain, if you will, sustain, um, that level is going to take so much. And the outlook that brought me to the succeeding at that goal is going to have to be the same outlook that I keep to be able to maintain that level of success. So being published means a lot. And it, even if it means just that one thing, and it doesn't mean, you know, but it, but it does not mean that I'm going to actively be spending my time and my money, um, booking my photographers. And when I do book them and I've spent my time and my money and so have they, and we come up with excellent to high quality images, I I'm not going to be submitting them to the smaller magazines anymore. I'm just not going to do it, especially um, if I've already been in that magazine before. I don't see what it's doing for me as far as anything that's a bonus. We already know what it's doing. I, I just stated, you know, it's important for me to be published. Plus, I have lots of images that I already and sets that I've already taken that I've had forever. No sense in them sitting. All I and it does help me closer to my ultimate goal, and that's that's important. I've already said that so many times. It's so important um, for people who are not in my position, that are in my life, to realize that every small goal that's achieved is such an accomplishment, even if it doesn't get celebrated or congratulated. It's something that is. It's just one more step closer to where I want to be. And I love showcasing my work. I think that showcasing your work in any magazine publication pretty much is going to serve its purpose and there's a benefit in it. But like I said, I like for there to be lots of benefits and publication is just not my top priority. 
if I've already been in a magazine once or several times, I, you know, where's the bonus for me? You know, with my perspective and my frame of mind being where it is now, where's, where's the initial bonus for me? You know, why this publication? Why this shit, you know, why this issue? Why, you know, not go with a bigger magazine? Why not just post the images and pay $5 to have, you know, a hundred new people see those images by placing a sponsored ad? There's so many things that can be done um, to serve that purpose. But again, publication with my pinup name is very essential to my ultimate goal. But, you know, again, is there a special feature involved? Or is there an article that I've really wanted published? That would be a bonus. That would be something that would be an addition. Um, If I get a multiple page spread with an article done on me. And obviously, if I make the cover. That would be the bonus right there. And that would be something that would be um, an extra goal when I'm doing a photo shoot, obviously with one of my photographers, I want to cover, obviously that's just like a goal that's there that goes without saying, it's like saying, I really want to have fun today. Well, obviously I want to have fun. That's a given. Obviously I want to land a cover from this photo shoot. That's a given. So it's not always possible. And I, blogged on not blogged but I covered this on my podcast yesterday and I wake up thinking about the subject again about really how frustrating that it can be and I was just saying that I think there's more opportunities to land magazine covers than there is to win pinup contests because of the fact that there are so many pinup magazines and they obviously do an issue every month. So that's 12 issues a year, you know, 10, say about 10 pinup magazines. And some of them produce special edition issues or two issues a month. Um, like delicious dolls does as they do. So there's more chances in my opinion, there's more opportunities to be on the cover of a pinup magazine than there is if you were a pageant, um, contestant and there just isn't I don't think there's that many pinup pageants but you know then again there are a lot and I was just saying can not only about can you afford to enter and can you afford a coach and brand new pictures um, when you're entering a contest can you afford the wardrobe for you know brand new wardrobe brand new gowns things like that can you afford things like that? But it, it, it also comes down to, like I said, are you able to attend these events? It's not just financially, but are you able to fly somewhere or travel somewhere just to enter a competition that you may not win? And then when you don't win, you've spent all that money and all that time. And yes, it was fun, but you know that you wanted to win and you didn't. So are you going to enter that contest again next year? Are you going to be motivated to enter the contest that you were supposed to be in a couple of weeks after you just entered one and you didn't win? Um, there's so many variables in that, but I always think about, are you able to travel and do those things? 
you know, I know um, a couple of models that seem to work with some of the most well-known photographers in the pinup industry. And they do not live in the city or even in the state that these people live in. Um, obviously, if there is a, a well-known pinup photographer within their city or state, um, or, you know, a conjoining state, a, a connecting state, whatever, they've been photographed with them too. But they not only invest the money to be photographed, they're paying to be photographed. They actually spend the money to travel several hours or to fly um, to a different state to be photographed by these photographers, specifically because these are the some of the top pennant photographers in our industry. They're the ones that are well known. Just like we have top pennant models in our industry that are well known. So there are people that make that investment and they land covers because of that. And these are not photographers that live in their city. Like I said, so not only are they paying for hair and makeup tools and supplies or they're paying a professional stylist. They're paying a professional pennant photographer that's well-known in our industry. And usually what comes with that is full, a full-service package, a full-service studio. So they're not doing their own hair and makeup, and they're actually not um, acquiring a separate stylist. This is included in the packages that they had to choose from and the package that they chose to purchase with that photographer and that photography studio. So hair and makeup, wardrobe, those things are included. Um, always hair and makeup and the wardrobe. Some, most of the pennant photographers that have studios have wardrobe. It doesn't mean that models always choose that option. Sometimes they buy their own, which is another investment. So when I look at photo shoots like that and people like that, not only are they paying, you know, for styling and wardrobe they're paying to be photographed they're paying to travel they're paying for rent cars they're paying for hotels they're paying for you know like people who travel here to attend viva and they specifically want to do shoots while they're here you know they're paying for all of that traveling and food and everything for days for a week's time and then on top of that they're paying the minimum 200 and up to be photographed by certain photographers because this is the only opportunity that they have. They don't live even in the same country sometimes as these photographers. There are two well-known photographers in the United Kingdom that everybody in the pinup industry has heard of or seen their work. I guarantee you, even if you didn't know, you know, you don't know the name of one of them, I guarantee you that most likely, and especially if you've been in the pinup industry long enough, you have seen their work. Um, and the biggest reason is because of publication, pinup magazine publication. So they're all the way in the United Kingdom. I'm all the way here in the United States. So it goes above and beyond paying, you know, their fees, which are not low, I'm sure to them they're not really high, but, you know, for the average person um, in pinup, whether you're beginning or not, spending four, three, four, five hundred dollars on a shoot, on one shoot, 
is a lot of money. And then to travel is a lot of money. So not everybody can afford to do that. I'm not saying, and this is what I really wanted to say, I'm not saying that you cannot land the cover of certain mag- pinup magazines if you're shooting with other photographers, photographers that are not the best in the business, photographers that are not well-known in pinup. I'm not saying that that's not possible. What I'm saying is your chances just increase so much to even get in issues of certain magazines but to land the cover it's like almost I would say it's almost impossible unless you work with a handful of these photographers or two or three photographers in particular and then it's like on the other side of the coin when you you work with these photographers you already know that you're going to get nothing but high quality flawless images and who wouldn't want that but what I'm saying is even if someone could afford 300 to shoot can they afford double that or more to travel as well it's just not always going to be something that a lot of people can do so when I think about goals and how people say never give up on your goals you have to be realistic you know, financially, what are you able to do? I don't think there's ever, there should ever be an option. If this is your passion, if you're an artist, if you've already invested time and money, um, to quit, but, you know, or to give up on the industry as a whole or publication as a whole, but to be realistic and say, okay, I really would like the cover of every pinup magazine <laughs> that there is. That's not really being realistic, but also, you know, who are you? Are you that model that can shoot with the best in the business every single time you do a photo shoot? Are you financially able to do that? Are you emotionally saying, okay, well, I'm not going to do a photo shoot for three months because I can't afford to hire the best in the business. So for three months, you're doing no photo shoots. Is that something that is going to make you happy? Is that something that is, is it worth it to spend that kind of money to save up instead of working with photographers who are not as well known? Maybe they're not producing the exact highest quality but the quality is still very good or it's high quality it's just they're just different or they're not flawless you know are are you willing to not work with other people because you're saving up to work with that one photographer um or those those certain photographers because you can't afford it it is that something that what you're doing in your career it's okay with you, you know, and again, what are people working with these photographers for? What's the main reason? The main reason is to be published in the top pennant magazines. The main reason is to land the covers of the top pennant magazines. So if that's someone's site and they are not submitting to the smaller magazines, they're not shooting often for publication, then I can understand that 
you know, hey, that, that can be the frame of mind of somebody that's completely different and someone that um, does not have the funding to afford to shoot with photographers like that at all because they cannot travel that far. And, you know, that those particular photographers may be in their city. Now, I'm looking at a pennant model that's pretty well known. I haven't seen her do that much modeling this year. And I never see her in any of the small pennant magazines. I don't think I ever have. She doesn't seem to be shooting often. For me, I know that there are several endless amount, countless of talented photographers all over the world, specifically in the United Kingdom. They are not necessarily pinup based, but I mean, I'm talking fashion photographers as well. And there are, I mean, high end, um, professional, fine nude art photographers. I mean, you can establish relationships, network and connect with all kinds of people that can produce the quality that you want and work with different people that that aren't charging the rates of um, a pinup photographer. And it's just like same thing in the United States. I think the quality is what you know that you're going to get, but you're also getting the expertise. Well, if you have that expertise on your own, I'm not saying you don't need it. I'm not saying you don't need to work with someone who has it. Yes, you do. That's how success is made. All I'm saying is that you can bring the expertise of pinup if you're working with somebody who is a high-end photographer. You know, they don't have to be pinup-based or specializing in pinup is my point. But again, it depends on what someone's goals are. And, you know, if someone were to say, I only want to be in the top four pinup magazines, those are the only magazines I'm going to submit to those are the only magazines I'm going to invest in, then that's their goal. They're investing in the best in the business, the best photographers in this industry, and they're making it happen. And I think that's wonderful. I just know that for everyone, that is not something that's possible. These are photographers that live in their city. So it's not just the 400 you know, or the 300. It's way more than that to go be photographed by them. That's number one. And then there are people who can afford to do something like that, but they want to be published more often. They want to work with different photographers and they want to be doing photo shoots more often than two times a year, three times a year. So that's going to change things. And like I was saying, there's just for me at some point where I've just come to the realization that even if I'm in and get accepted into certain magazines, unless I shoot with certain photographers, I'm not going to get the cover, period, bottom line. There are certain pennant magazines that have official photographers, staff photographers, if you will, and they advertise this. This is their niche. This is part of the bonus of working with them. Uh, it's not like, okay, their work has been in 
all of these magazines, they can guarantee if you book a shoot with them that they will submit your pictures to the magazine that they're an official photographer for. So they're guaranteeing that you'll get published. So it's, it's, it's beyond, you know, they've been published all these times. They're actually telling you, you know, you work with me. If you want to be published in this magazine, you can. A lot of times uh, that's the reason why models will work with those because there's so much competition out there. But there are photographers who actively submit because they are actively on staff. And, and that brings the money. When photographers say, well, what's it going to do for me to submit? Okay, but if you have a pinup studio and you're catering to people who want to be in publication, pinup publication, obviously that's what it's doing for you to have your work published. Your clients are paying you specifically, specifically to be in those magazines or that magazine. So that's how it's paying you. I don't understand why it's so hard for people to figure out that that is why so many photographers are quote unquote allowing their work to be published because that's what their clients want. They're paying clients. They're returning clients. They're clients that are brand new that are like, oh, I've never been in a magazine or, oh, I've never been in that magazine or, oh, I've, I've been in pinup magazines. I've been in that one. I want to be in that again. Here's a guaranteed way. And not, and, and the way that it's guaranteed is that you're getting high quality styling. You're getting high quality images. So, you know, you're getting dolled up, you're getting pampered, you're getting a great experience. You're having fun. You get to have images that you can use and post and do what you want with, including being published in a magazine that you can order and have it delivered and you can hold it in your hands and whatever else that does for your career. Um, publication can do so many things depending on who you are and obviously depending on your goals. But anyways, back to, back to me and my perspective. I would never give up, I, or I don't see myself giving up on publication at all. Not even, you know, at all. It's just my perspective. My perspective as far as, okay, I would love to be able to say, no, in 2019, I'm not submitting to any of the smaller magazines um, with anything new. I'm not shooting for them. I will go ahead and take all of my sets, my old sets that have not been published that are not the absolute highest quality and flawless, I'll go ahead and submit them and let them go. But I'm not submitting to any brand new pennant magazines anymore. I'm not submitting to magazines that are really small, have a low reader base, have a small social media following, which means a small reader base. Um, unless unless I've worked with them before, they're putting me on the cover, or they're doing this humongous article on me. And I could say that I'm not going to shoot from now on, starting in 2019, all the photo shoots I do that are for publication. And the photo shoots that have that as a part of my goals are only going to be for the top pennant magazines. And I'm just not going to be in any new magazines unless they have a huge following or they're offering me a cover. I don't know how they're going to be offering me the cover if I'm not submitting to them. So I could put that as a goal. 
But that will mean, of course, that I will be in less issues. That will mean that um, I will be in the same, which is already occurring, in the same magazines over and over and over again, but they're going to be the best in the business. And that will also mean that the magazines that I'm never going to be on the cover of, I'm going to be shooting and submitting in hopes and it's not going to happen. I mean, it's just not going to happen unless I work with certain photographers. I feel you know, that make my chances so high. Unless I work with them, I don't see it happening. I just don't. So it's something that I have to accept. Like just getting into certain magazines, I feel is difficult unless you work with certain photographers. You know, I would love to work with a photographer that produces high quality. That's the number one thing. And has their own studio knows something about pinup. I always get this, you know, these combinations where it, here's a photographer that knows, you know, who vintage starlets are. They know some things about pinup history, but the image quality they're producing is low. Um, a photographer who produces high quality images, but not consistently from image to image, the, the editing alters and you can visibly see the difference. Um, or from shoot to shoot, one shoot produces really high quality, the next shoot, not so much. I mean, you know, it's just the combination. I, I have rarely worked with a photographer who knows a lot about pinup and who specifically is a professional pinup photographer. And I'm telling you, you really get your money's worth, honestly, especially when you're not somebody who's a professional pinup because you're not bringing that expertise to the table. You're really relying on them. But also, it's the studio and the resources. You know, working with a photographer that has pen-up props, vintage props, vintage wardrobe, and not only knows how to pose you, but they have everything set up. They're not shooting at a location for the first time. They're not shooting outside where their lighting is going to vary. They're not, you know, I've worked with photographers that it's just like, they do their best shooting indoors. Why are you shooting outdoors then? I've, I've worked with photographers that do their best shooting outdoors. Then why are you agreeing to shoot indoors? It was, it's a waste of a shoot. You know, I've worked with people who definitely need to improve on taking a clear shot. I mean, I just thought for so long, how difficult is it to take a clear shot and why are you photographing models specifically professional models if you can't take a clear shot all the time so you you're posting pictures that are clear but this is not something you can consistently do and then i worked with photographers who can take a clear shot but their editing lacks they are doing no editing at all which is horrible they are editing my face and making me look like a different person, altering my, my facial features. That's horrible. They are altering one image in the same set one way. And then the next image where everything is the same, I look completely different or the image looks completely different. 
you know, I've, I've worked with photographers that edit the face and the, the face looks smooth. My facial features look natural. And then the rest of my body, my skin is unedited. Veins, a bruise, a scar, you know, a, a snag on my clothing, a, a, a flyaway hair. These are things that you cannot have if you want to land the cover of a top pennant magazine. The, you know, working with people who are doing any of those things or a combination of those things, it's not going to happen. I understand that. And I understand that that's why it increases my chances or anyone's chances of being able to land a pennant magazine cover in the top pennant magazines if you work with not only a photographer that can produce high quality, I mean, that's essential. That's the first thing, but a photographer who actually has the resources, the props, the tools to produce the type of images that you need for a cover. It takes more than just the high quality images. If you work with a a photographer who specializes in pinup, they're going to know a lot, especially if they are an official photographer. But again, that does not guarantee a cover. I worked with a photographer twice, two times, that was um, an official photographer of one of the top pennant magazines. And you, if you work with them, you get a guaranteed spot in that magazine. That's not something I necessarily needed because I already knew that if the images were great, I could be in that magazine. I wasn't really even doubting that. It wasn't like I needed them, him specifically, to submit but I knew working with him was going to produce high quality and I was right. Did I get the cover? No. And this is one of their staff, one of their quote unquote official photographers at that time. <coughs> Excuse me. And no, I, I never, I didn't get a cover. Now, ironically or coincidentally, I did land, I'm trying to think because we, we took so many great shots, but I know one cover that I landed was with images from one of the photo shoots that I did with him. It just wasn't in one of the top pinup magazines. Okay, so again, it still doesn't guarantee that that's what's going to happen, but it really increases your chances because they know how to edit the pictures the way they're supposed to be edited for these magazines. They know how to frame um, their camera and frame you and pose you. And there's just so many variables, so many essential things that they are going to know. And that obviously increases your chances. It's still, there's no guarantee for a cover ever. But I think that if you work with, there's like, like three, I would say five, but i three that everyone, everyone knows. I say if you work with those pennant photographers, you can land a cover. I, I, the chances are really good that it could be in one of the top pennant magazines. I, there's one for, photographer in particular for sure. Two, yes. Three, yes, possibly. That if you work with them, you have such a huge chance of getting the cover of a top pennant magazine. And two of them 
are based in another country than I, than I live in. And their rates are not inexpensive. So I'm not saying there is no other way, there is no other chances, but I'm saying to almost have that guarantee, to get closest, the closest you can for it to be a guaranteed thing would be to work with one of these three people or these two photographers. And, you know, again, traveling, coming up with the money, even if you lived where they live, do you have that kind of money and how often do you have that kind of money? So, you know, quality versus quantity, I can understand treasuring the cover of one of the top pinup magazines and that being enough because your mind, your frame of mind, your mindset is in other places. I can, I can definitely understand that. But for someone like me, that, that's the bottom line. I'm not going to fly across the country um, or to another state, most likely. I'm, I'm really considering with one photographer only, but I'm not going to be flying across the country to work with different photographers. When a lot of these pennant photographers come to Las Vegas during Viva, if I were, if, if I were to shoot with one of them and pay them, it would be one and it would be one photo shoot. That would be it. It's, I've never done that by the way, but I, I just don't see myself doing that. And I'm definitely not flying to another country and paying hundreds and hundreds of dollars to be photographed and thousands of dollars for a trip. I'm not doing that. I'm not going to be in the position to do that. So there you go. You know, working with the best, the absolute best in our business is something that may never happen with me. I have worked with, you know, a few pennant photographers that would definitely be in the top 10 as far as them being well known and the quality of photography is really really good definitely high quality no doubt about it um they're not quote-unquote the best in the business but I've landed covers definitely in other magazines I've landed you know publication every single time every single set that we've done and mission accomplished in the top pennant magazines. So I'm, you know, I'm not being sour about it. I'm just being realistic and saying there are certain pennant magazines that I will never be on the cover of. And I know why it's, it's obvious. It's about the money. It's about working and spending that money to work with those people. And I don't think there's anything wrong with it when someone can afford to do that. I, I think it's fabulous. I don't think that there's anything wrong with them saving their money and to work only with the absolute best. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, not being published that often, not um, shooting with different photographers, not working on their craft as a model that often. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. That's not where I want to be. I would love to be in their position to be able to travel and fly to shoot with the best or it just so happens that the best in the business live in the same country, in the same state or, you know, Providence, whatever that I live in. Um, I would, I would love that. I would love to do that. But then I love being published often. I love working with, with talented photographers often. Um, I would love to work with some of the best in the fashion industry, maybe not the best, I mean, but some of the best, um, there's just so many things and, and being a clothing model 
which a lot of these models are not. Um, a social media influencer who is a clothing model. So they're not working on their craft as often as I have to do it, which means modeling and doing photo shoots all the time and, and, and taking self-portraits all the time so you can get content for these companies that you're working for and this is how you're making their, your money. They're making their money in a different way. But for even models that have turned into photographers and are now photographing other models, they know the importance of publication because that's why people are paying them to be photographed by them because they want to use the images for publication. So they're still involved in publication, still value it, still appreciate it. And why wouldn't you if you're on the cover? But I look at, you know, the one pennant model. I'm definitely a fan of hers. I've been a fan of hers. I've worked with her um, as far as interviewing her and featuring her images. She knows who I am. I know who she is. Um, she's definitely well-known within the industry, very successful. She's been on the cover, uh, it looks like, pretty much of all of the top pennant magazines. I, I think, I'm pretty sure, one of the ones that's new but still very popular pennant magazine. Yeah, she's been on the cover of that, too. Why? Because she shoots with those photographers. And I'm not saying it's not because she's not beautiful. She's gorgeous. <clears throat> she's very talented as well, very skilled, very skilled, very talented, very beautiful. Um, but her last two covers were by the top, the very top two pennant photographers in the world, in the industry. And there you go, bottom line. And I happen to know for a fact and know if, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Um, and no, I don't know, you know, how much, you know, if there was discounts, if there was bonuses, how, you know, close, I know they live close, I don't know how close. No, I don't know people's business that much, but I know that these two photographers do not do trade shoots, period, period. One of them is constantly posting about that. Um, so there's no way. The other one is the best in the business, and I know that they are not. And I know a pennant model who is very well known and one of the top pennant models in the industry right now. And her numbers, her followers, it's, it's astonishing. I mean, she's there. And she's even said she can't afford to shoot with certain photographers as often as she wants. And that's why she has her... Um, I can't even think of the name of it now, patron account set up um, so people can donate to see her pictures and she can have money for her photo shoots. This is what she directly said. And she works with the best in the business. And she happens to be located in the same country as they are. Same thing with the, the model that I'm speaking about now. But, you know, their covers are always by the same exact two photographers, two or three, or one. And these photographers in particular charge hundreds and hundreds of dollars to be photographed. If you get a $300 special, you're lucky. And what you get with that is the most amazing everything that you can think of. And you get two images for $300 or one, you know, absolutely flawless, Photoshop, digital creation, you get one. And you want more, you pay more. You're not getting a, 
even a handful of images for $200, $300. With the other company, I don't know how many edits you get, um, but for, if I recall, it's you know under five or five images, and it's still a couple hundred dollars. Now, this is only a couple hundred because this model and the other one I, was, I mentioned live where these people live. For anyone else, you have to travel or you have to wait and see if you, and I know one of them does not come to the United States at all. So it's virtually impossible. So when I, I think of uh, companies like uh, Betty Page Lingerie and what Katie did um, and Secrets in Lace, I believe all three of them, I'm not sure about what Katie did, but I think so. But I believe all three of those, those are companies that in, in the pinup industry, in the boudoir industry, we know these companies. Okay, they, they cater to everyone that needs hosiery and undergarments and corsets and things like that. And they're kind of on the high end as far as in the pinup industry. And they're well known in the pinup industry. You cannot just model for these companies. They are based in the United Kingdom. They have staff photographers that they work with. Now, that doesn't mean you can't order their stuff, take some fabulous pictures, and the company share your images, or you tag them, and because you're tagging them, you're going to get more followers or new con- and or new connections. And these are things that you need to buy anyway. So you buy from companies and name brands that everyone knows, and then it's going to benefit you. But to, excuse me, work with them to be hired as a model, you have to actually be where they're at, shooting with their photographers. This is when people in the pinup industry models get a little bit, a little taste of how it really is in the modern fashion industry, in the beauty industry. There are so many magazines. It does not matter what the image is. You could, you could work with the best pinup photographer in our industry, which if, if there's any chance, that would be, that would be it to even get your work seen because these magazines, fashion magazines, do not take open submissions. They get tossed in the trash. They never get opened. These are emails that never get replied to. You'll never get a response. You'll never get a comment. Um, And if you do, it's directing you to who you need to go through, and it's usually an agency. And through that agency, they book you with the photographers or they book you with the companies that have their own photographers. That's the way it works. That's the way it's been working for so long. So you want to be a guest model. You want to be a Gucci model. You want to model for Prada. You have to go to the city and state where these companies reside, where their photographers reside. And you have to be signed with an agent or you have to network and start working with a photographer that shoots for these companies. That's the only way it can happen. So there's all these other companies that you can model for, but directly modeling for certain companies is never going to happen unless you live in their city and state or travel there, shoot with the photographers from that agency or through the agency that sets you up and shoot with the photographers through that company. 
That's the only way. So that's how I look at, that's my perspective. That's the only thing new that I've actually kind of been thinking about um, when it comes to these pennant magazines. You know, there's certain ones that I feel like it's going to be difficult to even get in them because it seems like almost every model is being photographed by the same photographers, the same photographers that I'm not going to be working with. I wouldn't say ever, but most likely never. So it's not going to happen. So not only am I not even going to get in the issue, you know, in the issues, I can forget about the covers. And that's just my reality. That's reality for a lot of people. So, you know, I don't doubt my, my beauty. I don't doubt my worth in the industry. I don't doubt, doubt my worth ethic, my knowledge, everything I bring to a shoot. I don't even doubt that a lot of the images that I have from my main photographers, like my one, two, one or two, three main photographers, I have no doubt that these are high quality images, but there is a political side to the pinup industry as well. And there are magazine owners that are photographers as well. So if you don't, if you're not working with them, you're not going to get, you know, your chances are not good of getting a cover. If you're not working with their staff or official photographers, your chances are not good of getting a cover. If you, you know, and working with the best in the business to increase your chances of getting the covers of these magazines. If you can't afford to do it, then you're never going to be able to be on the cover. That's my reality. It's something that I can deal with. It's something that I have no other choice but to deal with. Um, and it's a financial thing. So, you know, for everybody out there or for anyone out there that thinks that, you know, I'm just able to do all the things I want to do financially, I'm actually, I'm not. And when I look at people who are able to do it. I'm definitely not a hater and I'm like more power to you. I already know. I mean, I, I really feel confident enough to say that I know I could be in that position if I had that kind of money to invest. And not only, like I said, if you happen to live in the U United Kingdom where like the top pinup photographers live, I mean the very top, then you, you're not paying for the same type of traveling expenses that the rest of us would, yeah, I could, I can come up with 300 to shoot with the best in the business. Come on, 500. Come on. Of course I can, but to travel to do it. And again, it would be a purpose of doing it. What? Once a year, once in a blue moon. I think that, that would be wonderful to succeed at the cover of one of, or the top pennant magazine. Yes, it'd be worth it, but to spend thousands and everything to travel then to, no, I can't do that. I'm never going to be in that position because there's always going to be things that I would spend my money on, you know, other than that. But, and also if I did something like that, say they traveled here and I booked a shoot, I still have to do so many other photo shoots throughout the year because of my goals, because of the contracts that I'm under with the companies that I'm working with. So that's why things have changed, you know, for me. But, you know, my perspective is never give up on the entire dream, but be realistic on what you're capable of doing. Realize you're not going to be able to do certain things and be very happy about the things that you are able to do. So I'm going to end this podcast. We're almost at 60 minutes. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. And I'll see everyone online. 
This has been Pennant Talk with host Diana Prince. Ciao.